We talk about COVID updates and new regulations. Wow. All wow. this and more. Only on the 21. COVID again. Yeah. Again. Yeah. All this and more. Only on the best podcasts in the world. Uh, Sembawang. Okay. Sembawang. <laughs> <laughs> Proudly brought to you by our friends from QO Children Organization. Don't forget to go to the site to join their team. It's www.planb.sg/jobs. Welcome to the show. You're listening to Plan B podcast. The opinions expressed and shared on this podcast are of our own. Welcome to Plan B.sg. We are five months into this pandemic. More than 150,000 people have died. Genuinely, this is what the science is showing. And granted, you know, initially early on. There was a bit of confusion as to what you needed, what you didn't need. Demanded that he should score for Liverpool. A goal against the enemy. Virgil Van Dijk. Welcome to the show. I'm Zari Smile. Hey, and I'm Darren Mark. And I'm Rahman. And uh, in today's coverage, we yep. are talking about new regulations. Huh? COVID, oh, yeah. COVID nineteen. Wow. I think this is like the probably fourth or fifth time we are talking about COVID. Huh? We will. I mean, talk about it. Like we're still living in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. You know, like we are, we are having it good. Uh-huh. But because like I follow European news, right? Like about, Europe is yeah. getting raba. You know, like, how how raba? Like, can you share? They have had like. The third wave, mm-hmm. fourth wave. Oh my! And then, like, because of the the UK variant, yeah. So, like, a lot of places, like, they thought they were getting better. Uh huh. So, like, I know for Germany, for example, they actually already rolled out a plan of reopening. Uh huh. But now they're they're saying that they might have to roll back uh-huh. that reopening plan. So the Damn. people are frustrated as fuck because uh, they've been going this in out in out in out nonsense. Oh, oh dear! Don't know how many waves already? Uh huh. Oh. And we've had how many waves? We've had like wh- half a wave, right? No, we had one, and then we had uh all one and a half lah. Yeah lah, not yeah. really a wave lah. Yeah, but no, but the second one was like a hike. Was challenging for us, especially with the dormitories and yes, all that. Yes, I see. But I mean, and we were under a lot of flag, no? If you remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. of course, of yeah, course. Because you, everybody was saying, "Oh, Singapore held itself out as a poster boy," and then suddenly yeah, the dormitory yeah, yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. But thank God, we are. I guess we are doing better than average. We're, do, we, we're doing we, than a yeah. lot of. We're doing better than a lot of places. That's because yeah. we have a complaint culture. <laughs> that is uh, really you will be fearful if you are if you are at the end of this receiving end of this complaints. Yeah. Yeah lah. I mean, so I'm like fuck fuck fuck. No more complain. Ah. No more. Ah. Better yeah. better get it right. Ah. Better get it right. Ah. Please. Ah. No social media posting. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Put on your mask. Yeah. yeah. So. So okay. So back to the back to the news. <laughs> yeah. So back to the news. This uh-huh. is from a uh, CNA. Uh-huh. Let's go. COVID-19, more employees may return to the workplace, split teams not required mm. from April 5th. Mm. More employees may return to the workplace from April 5th. Is that good news? I, th- I think that's I, good news. I, I don't know actually. Yeah, for me, that's good news yeah. for the Grab drivers and oh, yes, the PHV true, yes. uh, industry. Yeah, yes, that's yes, true. That's for transport. True. That's very that's good. Oh my God, so selfish of me. Huh? When I, <laughs> I was like, oh man, I mean, I don't have to uh-huh. be going back to office anytime soon. But and, like, And think about those canteens Mm-hmm. And also yeah, places yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that sell food. Food, yeah. Especially Raman, you're mm-hmm. gonna have. Uh, oh. Yeah, you have a restaurant. This <laughs> yeah. is good news for you. Ah, uh. that, that is true. You're that coming back. True. That's true. So make sure you more mirabos tetelan. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let me um, continue back. Uh-huh. Um, 
the country was shifted from working from home as a default mode to a yeah. more flexible and hybrid way of working. Yeah. Announced co-chair of the COVID-19 multi-ministry task force, Lawrence Wong, on Wednesday. Mm. Well done, Mr. Lawrence. Up to 75% of the employees who are presently <laughs> able to work from home can uh-huh. now be at the workplace at any one time, up from the current 50%. He said uh-huh. at a press conference, uh-huh. the current cap on the time an employee spends at the workplace will also be lifted. Huh. Um, we will no longer mandate the uh-huh. requirement for splitting teams, but we will strongly encourage employers uh-huh. to still stagger the start times and implement flexible working hours. I see. Uh-huh. And of course, employers must continue to implement all prevailing safe management uh, features. Noted. Mm. We will implement that. Yes. Speaking directly to yep. us as employees. Yep. Yeah, and then also I guess like um, related weddings, <coughs> live performances to have increased capacities with pre-event COVID-19 tests. Wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. Live what performances? I need to know. Yeah, weddings, weddings live performances, live performances okay. to have increased capacities uh-huh. with pre-event COVID-19 tests. Okay, so uh-huh. this one I, I I need some clarity. Yeah. Yep. So if it's uh there there are two separate regulations for it. Uh-huh. Let's talk about wedding first, ah. Uh. Okay. So wedding is still kept at 100 packs mm-hmm. yep. per session. But if you want to increase to 250 packs, all mm-hmm. of your attendees need mm-hmm. to be uh, tested. So when do they test? Three days before? <laughs> I, I think uh, they rolled out several pilots, right? Uh-huh. Where um, attendees have to come first. Is it? Okay. Uh, 15 minutes before it starts and then they get tested. Uh-huh. And then within that time frame, they will get the result. And, wow, so fast. And then they go in. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. we have the, the fast... Track results, right? Like there's a particular test that's very fast. Yeah, yeah. Really, but now nowadays, even if you go doctor, say for uh, for common cold or or yeah. runny nose, right? They it's make a few you, days. Huh? Yeah, they, it's it's a minimum three day. Turnaround. I think it's a different test that they administer. Yeah. I, I don't see. know. We need to know the details, lah. But yeah. uh, from what I've seen on TikTok, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, like a few months back, uh-huh. uh, they wrote several uh, plans to do this, and then they selected several. Uh, um, Several events mm-hmm. to actually do a pre-testing, and that went viral. Oh, wow. they, they they choose certain right, events right, just right. to test it out, and yeah, it yeah. worked. Okay, so I guess more of such tests might be done. Yeah, so I mean, weddings. let me let me just go through the um, I guess because <coughs> CNA had this very handy infographic. Sure. Mm-hmm. So um, for weddings, <coughs> if you have the the number of attendees is including bride and groom, yes, uh-huh. between a hundred one to a hundred. Uh-huh. Yes. Then pre-event testing is not required, like mm. you said. Uh-huh. If it's between 101 to 250 uh-huh. for solemnization only, yes. then only the bride and groom will be required for testing okay. if they are unvaccinated. Oh. Uh, if it's for wedding reception or combined res- uh, solemnization with reception, yeah. uh-huh. it will be required for all unvaccinated attendees. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, for live performances, pilot business to business events, and pilot pilot spectator sports events which are seated yes uh-huh. um the number maximum number of attendees without testing pre uh-huh. testing will be 250 you, but oh, if you right. have uh-huh. it'll be 750 yes. wow that's big that's quite big yeah yep. so are we are we moving back to a new normal no lah mm-hmm. i have Actually, seen uh, i have seen events where they catered to 250 packs uh-huh. right 
recently a local comedian Fakafas, a friend mm-hmm. of mine, he mm-hmm. did uh, several stand-up uh, shows at the Esplanade. Right, oh, right, okay. And then I, I asked him what was the capacity of that concert hall. Mm-hmm. It was actually a 2,000-seater capacity. Uh-huh. But only 250 were allowed. Oh my. Oh. And they were distanced so far apart from yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's a different experience. Of course, of course. Oh, that's that's going to affect your like, your, your vibe. Your, yeah. Your, yes, yeah, yes. your crowd response. Because yeah, you... You, you, you don't use that word, uh, vibe. You don't use the... The vibe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I will try and use it more often. Then. No worries. Yeah. So so you're right. You know, when you stand on stage, yeah, yeah, yeah. you 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 try to elicit some sort of response from yeah, your audience. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes when they are really far apart from each other, mm-hmm. the response might feel muted. I have been oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, at that situation before, uh-huh. it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Then it feels like crick crick. <clears throat> yeah, it, it feels it, like it, it's similar to teaching now if you if you're right. You're right. right. Dude, yes. Yeah. Because right. when you stand in front of a class, sometimes you really feel like you're talking to yourself. And okay, all three, <laughs> all three of us have thought before. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So it is, it is really, nobody really understands what it's like to actually have feedback. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Especially in that, that circumstance, that situation when you're teaching, especially you, sometimes you just keep on looking at people's faces for, for <laughs> that. Right. Like, Spark do you off, yeah. actually listen to what I'm saying not? Yeah. Like, yeah. does it register in your brain? Because yeah. you can see, right, sometimes. Correct, yes, yes, yeah, yes. That, that, that look of, oh, okay. But that's teaching now. Imagine like what Zah said just now. Yeah. You're, you're doing stand-up comedy, oh uh-huh. my God. That's, yeah. It's harder. It's and honestly, so like from difficult. 250 to 750, like, I mean, of course, it's a three times increase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's still like less than half of a 2,000 and, Yeah. Uh, 750 people has have got to be tested. Yes, yes. Or, uh, I mean, if they're not vaccinated. Yeah. Yep. How are you going to do, okay, logistically speaking, right? Say you have a function of 750 people. Yes. Right. How are you going to administer the pretest before your show? I mean, that's like a two hour wait, man. Probably, la, yeah. Maybe there's like a, there's some sort of tentage yeah. right outside. But, uh-huh. but to be fair, right, we also uh-huh. have to recognize that as our vaccination program is rolling out, uh-huh. You know, like the number of people who need that testing will also shrink over time. Mm. Mm. Especially okay. if you, yeah, like given if you're vaccinated, really technically it's safe. Like. Exactly. And I mean, like on unrelated, I mean, kind of related news also, uh-huh. they already extended the, the, they lowered the age bracket again, right? So uh-huh. now it's like in the 45s to 59, I think. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the so, teachers and the nurses are already. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So it's and actually doctors, quite fast. Yeah. It's actually yeah. quite fast. So like sooner or later, by the time this starts rolling out, uh-huh. you know, I don't foresee that the, the queues would be there uh, super long because mm-hmm. more people uh-huh. would have been will have been vaccinated by then. Mm, okay. But of course a lot of people were also saying like, like you got all this like increase, 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 but it's still eight eight per group. Yeah, sorry, ninth friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sucks to be that ninth friend. Hey, eh? but honestly, eight is still an upgrade. Lah. Before this was five, it was so difficult, man. Why are you complaining? I mean, if you if you have friends who mm-hmm. don't go Dutch and you gotta foot the bill, uh-huh. oh. then it's okay, what? Actually, right, this whole con- this whole <laughs> idea of going Dutch, eh? Yeah. I don't know. Like, is it Did a the Dutch of- actually do no, this? No, they do, they do, they do. I mean, this is a very big cultural difference I've heard because like, in Europe, it's it's the common thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. everybody pays for their own shit. But like, if you go uh-huh. to places like the Middle East, mm-hmm. yeah. like, people fight over the bill. Yes. Like, yeah. you do not... Um, then why, why doesn't it become like, instead of go Dutch, go Middle East? Mm-hmm. Hey, why not we go Middle East on this? <laughs> no, I mean, it's a very Asian thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, also, yeah. Also, like, a lot of Asians also do this. Like, you see a lot let's of people fight over the bill. Like, oh, mm. I want to... No, let me... No, no. Let's normalize the usage of let's go Asian over this. Ooh. Yes. Asian what? pride. Yeah. Asian pride. 
Yeah, okay. but I mean, I don't know. Like, what else? Yeah. So, okay. So, that's <laughs> that's the, the COVID stuff that's going to affect all of us, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, Do they but, still allow uh, singing in weddings? That's what I want to know. Singing weddings? I don't know. I'm not sure. My clients have been asking me to sing. Mm-hmm. Our performances not that I'm, allowed? Yeah. Do you want to? Not that I, yeah. That's why I don't mm-hmm. want to. So, if it, <laughs> so at least I can say the government doesn't allow me to yeah, do so. Yeah, that's right. Oh <laughs> my God. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure if they actually mentioned anything in particular. But they also say that all yeah. the prevailing safe distancing measures still retain. Yes. So I'm uh-huh. guessing that like speaking loudly and stuff is still kind of not uh, encouraged. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah, I would imagine so. But okay. anyway, so we will whisper. We, yeah. So in related news, mm-hmm. wedding venue, the Orange Ballroom, uh-huh. closed for allowing couple to host three receptions, Alamak. more than 270 guests. Oh no. Wedding venue, the Orange mm, Ballroom, has, yeah. was ordered to close for 20 days mm-hmm. for allowing a couple to host three receptions involving 275 people yeah. mm-hmm. in an egregious breach of safe uh, management measures. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Why is it safe management, not safety management? Never mind. Uh-huh. The Singapore Land Authority said on Monday, okay. under the COVID-19 Temporary Measures Control Order Regulations 2020, mm-hmm. a couple is allowed only one wedding reception involving not more than 100 people including the couple. This is before the changes come uh, okay. of course. Okay. Uh-huh. SLA said it's safe distancing <coughs> ambassadors conducted checks at the venue at Tanjung Katong Complex on uh-huh. January 30th and noticed that a couple held two receptions at 1.30pm and 1.00pm. Yeah. Mm. Further investigation showed that arrangements were made to host 300 people over three receptions that uh-huh. day. Uh-huh. Agencies take a serious view of any breach by wedding organizers, venue operators and mm. individuals. Couples mm. and companies involved in wedding events should be fully aware of and strictly adhere to mm-hmm. prevailing safe management measures to ensure the health and well-being of the community. Mm. Uh, the Orange Ballroom was actually a COVID-19 cluster last year with yes. five cases linked to the venue. So yes. apparently this is a, a case of never learn their lesson. Okay. A bit unfortunate. I'll yeah. be honest. Uh, I know the owner of... Uh, I see. Um, Orange Ballroom, a yeah. friend of mine. Yeah. Um, I think friend Roman as well. Yes. Why, yeah. Like why? Why do this kind of? Uh, I, I get, he's a shrewd businessman. So yeah. I'm not. I'm not here to speak on his behalf. Well, he, he will have to defend himself. You know. Apparently. Yeah. But at times, um, I I mean I I don't want to speak from his position because I don't think I know enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, but of I course. guess coming from a person who is uh, uh, from the wedding industry for about 15 years, right. uh-huh. uh, sometimes we bend to certain demands yeah. from, from clients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's, think that's definitely a factor. That's yes. definitely mm. the problem. Yeah, though. we want to uh, be of value to our clients and there's so many players in the market. Yeah. We, we want to stand out. Yeah. And when when we, for, exa- for example, uh, just give, and this is might not be an accurate uh, example. Let's say if I have a place uh, that can offer 100 packs at this particular price point mm-hmm. and then you as um, and then I dangle another carrot hey what if I could you know squeeze in 200 people yeah. right. for slightly maybe you add another thousand dollars you could get you can actually get to feed 2,000 people okay but yeah. why, why would you want to though because uh, Malay weddings they are traditionally uh, very family orientated I mean, yeah. it's not just Malay weddings right I think like weddings lah yeah weddings in general mm. but I, I don't understand this like mm-hmm. what do you mean the need to make it so damn grand and stuff it's like um, well people as an introvert you might not get it because I don't get it as well mm-hmm. like now but, you have a legit excuse mm-hmm. to save up on your money true. and not deal with people that you don't even yeah, know yeah man it's yeah. like a blessing in disguise yeah. to me yes but at the same time you want to celebrate 
celebrate it with your immediate family members and also your friends mm-hmm. who have grown up with you. There's so many right, people right. that is uh, that helps to shape your life, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah for yeah. example, your workplace colleagues, your uh, alumni, right. and your uh, close uh, relatives. And yep. these, in fact, can can easily go beyond a hundred. I mean, it's fair enough, but like. I mean, I was invited to some also mm. over like the, the that lockdown period. But yeah. like, I mean, they basically just set up like a live stream. Ah. Okay. Not many people. It's a different atmosphere. I, I mean, I have never paid for any stand-up comedy via live stream because mm-hmm. I don't appreciate. I mean, yeah, like, I, I understand that. I understand that. But it's like, I wouldn't watch. I, it's just hard for me to understand. <laughs> because, I understand. Because no, it's not just a matter of like introvert no, see, or what. I understand like, where you're coming from. You I know, but I say, I'm not saying it's just a matter of introvert <laughs> extrovert. But like because I've seen, I've actually seen a study, mm. uh-huh. and they were saying how like the the best way to start your your marriage off on a yeah. wrong foot uh-huh. is to have an extravagant wedding. Ah, oh, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Why? But, but if you can afford it, why not? I mean, yeah. yeah so, so of course, there's a caveat, yeah. la, Is, you know, is like, it just because of the financial? The financial stress adds a lot to to any new couple. So, like, mm. if you are a new couple and you are just not within that bracket, uh-huh, and uh-huh. then you go and throw a lavish thing just because you want mm. to save some face, mm. and your marriage ends five years later, yeah. Then I mean, a bit like you know. Well, I would, I I would agree to that value system that you have like implemented but at the same time you must also understand we are in times where uh, social media there's there's a lot of much, uh, like people asking for a certain sort of validation mm-hmm. people want to be seen as doing well in their life you know uh, having a we- it's very unhealthy yeah. yes it is yeah. like having a uh, lavish wedding is mm-hmm. uh, is some sort of an indication that hey yeah, yeah, you know you're 25 it, yeah. and you are able to do a, a lavish wedding you must mm-hmm. be doing quite well in your life it gives that, yeah, this yeah, sort yeah. of you know, it's like so, a break, lah. Yeah, it's yeah. a humble flex, ah. It's a, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a flex. It's a flex. Yeah, it's a flex. Mm. Yeah. Not even a humble, just it's a flex. Yeah. But okay, <laughs> if, I mean, if you, if you, why just now I said that this is such a blessing, these guys, because. Uh, even like Zah mentioned, you want your your close friends, you want your relatives, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And if you have a function of about hundred people, technically. Mm. That's just nice for your close friends and the really close close yeah, relatives, yeah, yeah. and so I I'm I'm okay with it. And I think uh, you know, like uh, if you recall, I think we've talked about this before. Sometimes that desire that that want to splurge to mm, show mm, mm. like the golden wedding, the best wedding, yeah, this yeah. that yeah. and the other once in a lifetime. Yeah, some, but sometimes it becomes a barrier to entry, and people exactly. end up delaying marriage. Yeah, like, I this. know friends who are struggling with this, you know, mm-hmm. like because they yeah. are, are planning to get married and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But because of the, the costs are just so high and prohibitive in that sense, mm-hmm. it, it causes such a big headache for mm-hmm. them. No, in fact, just a couple of days ago, an elderly gentleman came to see me. What about? Because he was a guarantor for a loan oh, that a couple had taken out to finance their wedding. Yeah. How much and did the couple spend on the wedding? It, was a, it wasn't that much. It was about $12,000. Oh, that's not that much. Not that bad, right? Yeah. But then that loan of $12,000, the couple took it. This old man, because related... He played he, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he agreed to be the guarantor. He agreed to be the guarantor in the loan. Right. I see. Now, three years on after the wedding, yeah. the couple have become estranged. Alamak. And then now they are thinking of divorce and they are not paying off his loan. And then mm. the old man who become the guarantor is now stressed out thinking of what mm. he has to do, how he's going to limit his liability and whatnot. You'll yeah, be surprised, Aaron. Like, this, this problem? This oh, yeah. topic mm-hmm. uh, is actually a hot button topic. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, during my days uh, in broadcasting, mm-hmm. every single time we bring this topic up, mm-hmm. we will bring this topic up when we want to get 
Really? Yeah? Uh, the listenership. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know why? Because Serious, yeah? Yeah, 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 the, yeah. the fact of the matter is yeah. okay. the wedding whole the whole industry is a business industry. Yeah. You know, like people yes. want to make money off of you. Mm. Yes. So it's like a matter of I mean it's it's like in India, right? Like mm. in India, it's uh-huh. even worse. Oh. I mean, like the whole industry is just ridiculously big. Mm-hmm. The whole like people literally make their livings off of just you know just a couple of people getting married because of the scale of some of these yeah. things. Yeah. Wow, yeah. serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I'm uh, of the opinion that if you can afford it, by all means, you know, if you yeah, can, but you must know then live within your means. means. Uh. Like, exactly. Yeah. I mean, no point. If you let your ma- your wedding get mm. in the way of your marriage, yeah, you and know? I'm yeah. thinking if you have to take a loan for that wedding, then, don't uh. that, yeah, it's like this. Don't you're starting on the wrong foot, really? Exactly. Then True. Later you spend like sure you honeymoon one yeah. month, mm-hmm. then you spend the next eleven months fighting over mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. expenditure in the house. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, although you no, know, there are some young couples who who have mentioned that they are they feel trapped and quite stressed the fact that they got to save uh, a. L- a hell load amount of money to have the kind of wedding that not even they envision but their parents want. Ah, yeah, yeah that's a whole other um, factor. So yeah, I feel yeah, you yeah. really got to communicate with your parents, yeah. man, with regards to if you because there are options for a much cheaper wedding. There are yeah, yeah, yeah. out there. It's just a matter of whether the family is okay to accept yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I've heard like you know yeah. the, the in-laws, your own parents, true, you know, like, and because these things are very in a sense face also right. Like, yes, you want to save face yes. or you want to my flex, only daughter la, exactly. then only make twenty people lah. Yeah, uh. like, honestly, right, I've, I'm not too sure, but I can imagine this having a parallel for like funerals for for Chinese people. Mm. Mm. Really, because some of the funerals are fucking lavish also, right? Back then, funeral lah. Yeah. Back Dude, then, wow. the parallels for this would be your baby showers, ah, your children's yeah, birthdays. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's basically that kind of flexing, ah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Because like for funerals, is is a thing. Like how long that that wake is, ah, is uh-huh. a, is a is a social prestige kind of thing. Ah, if you, are you wow, Yeah, if you can tahan there for eleven days, whoa, power! Your family is rich. Really? Mm. Yeah. Only three days, then people know. You know, you're not so well off. Really? Yeah, yeah that's see. how people know. Well, this is not a problem that's going away anytime soon. Yeah, lah, because everybody wants to. Have their face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one not even about social media lah. It's just yeah. if you can flex, people want to flex. True. True. So um, if you really want to flex, you need to have the <laughs> money to do so. Yeah. Join QO. Oh, yeah. right after this. Yep. With our sponsors. Welcome back to Plan B.SG Probably brought to you by our friends from QO Children Organization If you're looking to join their ever-growing pool of professionals You can mm-hmm. click on this link that's in the copywriting right below It's www.planb.sg slash jobs that's We right. are with Pamela The lovely Pamela is in the house yes. Thank you for coming on board And you are the most veteran amongst yes. the three <laughs> uh, right in front of us How many years have you been in the line, Pamela? Mm, actually, this is my first job in the industry, so uh-huh. it's like fourteen years since I started. Wow. Damn, fourteen <laughs> years! Do you feel that you were actually born for this? Like you know you wanted to do, you know? No, uh, NF- no, really. <laughs> wow, what really? What, what, what do you? Uh, what were your dreams back then mm. when you were still young? Actually. Before I joined insurance, right, I was in cross-junction because I was studying civil engineering. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I couldn't see myself doing civil engineering. So I yeah. wanted to switch my course. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I actually quit my course in uni in NTU back then. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And then I I was actually looking to probably do like mass communication. Maybe doing mm-hmm. something like what you're doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> probably. 
probably meet, oh. meeting people, speaking up. I think you're ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So by chance, I came into this industry mm. and I burned all bridges and I never looked back ever since. Damn. Wow. <laughs> you really, you really did like a 180 uh, from civil engineering to, mm. to yes. the insurance line mm. and no regrets. And I believe the landscape has changed. Mm. One of the things that uh, people are afraid of, you know, yes, uh, like as an introvert like myself, yeah. you know, as much as I, I mean, it's be. it's it's like a stereotype, right? Yeah, when you think of yeah. insurance agent, then you think of like, okay, I need to call, call, call. Yeah, I need to walk yeah. out on the streets, all the interchanges, and then you yes. see all the people coming with you, coming at you with the surveys. Mm. And and one thing that I I see QO doing things differently is that mm-hmm. they have a marketing team that helps yep. to provide leads for the FSCs. Yep. So none of whatever that's been mentioned mm-hmm. before. But just to give a sense of, uh, you know, since you're 14 years in the line, what was the situation before? How were leads actually generated back then in the early days yep. when you were doing your job as an FSC? Mm, back then, uh, very yeah. traditional. We do mm-hmm. cold calls. So right. you can just like, uh, do generated numbers like you do like like you just look at your number and then you just plus one to every number that you call <laughs> I, can, wow. I can imagine it's like random people that you're calling that oh you don't goodness. even know who they are and then you know they'll be like shouting at you sometimes <laughs> <laughs> what was the success rate like if yeah. you know what's the range like what Cold 20 call? calls a day no you have to dial like at least minimum minimum uh-huh. two to three hundred numbers <laughs> in a day Yes. Damn. <laughs> and how many of those hundreds would actually, you know, uh, yeah. give you any attention? I would say if you're lucky to speak to 10, mm. that's a My very gosh. good wow. day. Because, because you're the fact that there'll be numbers. You can say mm. you don't even know who you're calling. You'll be mm. calling things like uh, maybe out of, uh, I mean, no longer in use. Oh, that's or, true. You know, things like that. So there'll be lots of people who don't pick up the calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, do, they do, don't do, pick up non, like unknown numbers. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like uh, newer FSCs have it easier <laughs> as compared to someone yes, like yourself? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's the nature of things, right? Sometimes yeah. uh, with technology, things get easier. And of course, um, if, if you might have, you know, our listeners might have a certain kind of stereotype of how, what yes. this job entails, you should realize that we are in 2021. Oh Things God, yeah. have changed. And you don't have to remind me, man. Sometimes yeah. I forget. <laughs> and I believe Pamela would, would actually share mm-hmm. what was the difference in this day and age in terms of lead generation as compared to what you had to go through. Yeah. How's it different like? Okay, so back from where I came from, it was always chasing the people. Mm-hmm. It's like you're literally running after them. Like yeah. when I do canvassing, which is like street service, mm-hmm. I really actually ran after them. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so now in QO, I, I really like the game changer here that they presented because mm-hmm. they have a professional team. Like yeah. they really hire people with um, credible um, experience mm-hmm. to help you in the lead generation mm-hmm. like uh, they do campaigns to reach out to the mass public mm-hmm. and I think it's good because people are making an informed decision that they really want to mm-hmm. know more about mm. uh, this financial planning so mm-hmm. you really meet quality people uh, like they are really uh, sincere and genuine in planning for their future mm-hmm. Yeah, because sometimes you know, when you're doing the chasing, right? You yeah. don't even know you're reaching them at the right time. Like maybe you're, you're right. at the, you're right. like a bad part of their life. Mm, maybe yeah, they're yeah, going mm, through mm. A, a very bad point. Mm-hmm. So you might reach them at the wrong point. Mm-hmm. So I think 
in this lead generation, it's good that, you know, if they come and respond to you, it means that, uh, I mean, nobody will have so much free time, right? True. Just to True. Just to like meet an insurance agent for nothing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So probably, you know, it's just whether you're able to touch on to them, but, mm-hmm. you know, they are really definitely able to spare the time to see you. Like, I'm thinking, um, of course, when, when you mention something uh, of that line, that you're right now also able to give a better quality of service that you don't have to spend mm. copious amounts of energy to actually do your lead generation yep. and you can spend that energy to give your best service to your clients. Now, I can imagine doing 200 to 300 calls a day. I can't. That, <laughs> that must have been really yeah, draining. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And when you actually get to speak to a potential client who is actually interested to speak yeah. with you, you know, to do financial planning and all that, you might have spent like what, 70% of your energy exactly trying to, you know, actually get this particular lead. I mean, it's going to be hard to keep your hopes up when yeah. you make that call, right? When like mm-hmm. the, the first 150, everybody didn't pick up. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, like on yeah. the 151, somebody finally picked up. But then mm. when, you, when you talk to the guy, and then you're like, oh, mm. Mm. you know, like that, it's a jam line, your emotions mm. or so. Would you agree like uh, the quality of service that you provide right now as compared to what you were able to give back then? Yes, I would say it's really focusing on doing the things that are really important for your mm. clients mm. because mm. you don't need to spend this time chasing people who are not even wanting to give you one second of their life. Mm-hmm. So you can actually spend all the extra time to take care of your clients better to mm-hmm. provide them a better quality of service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the- I think uh, clients are also uh, comparing nowadays. Mm-hmm. So definitely they would want somebody who can value add to them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And what's really interesting is also you have joined QO from a previous yes. uh, place and you have been with QO for how long? I've been with QO for about one and a half years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Walk so- us through like what made you what made you switch? Like I would imagine 14 years yeah. doing this <laughs> and you chose to switch at you know after the your 12th or 13th year yep. being in the line. What made you do the change? Yeah. So, I mean, of course, people will be thinking that I'm crazy because it's like, you know, <laughs> you have built like a, a, a 13 years or right. 12 years of business, yep. right? Mm. And then mm. to suddenly, even just imagine uprooting yourself and yes. then moving on to a brand new place to yes. start all over again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I would say that actually the main thing that made me wanted to move is that I'm thinking about, you know, it's just going to be another 20 years mm-hmm. ahead. So how am I going to stay uh, still, you know, relevant to the, mark, uh, to the industry, to mm-hmm. the current uh, clients as well? Yes. Because mm-hmm. clients have also followed with me for like 10, 12 years and yep. they have actually also grown. I see. Meaning mm-hmm. to say that uh, when I first started serving my clients, they were all singles, professionals. Mm-hmm. And then of course, after years, they, they settle down and they become like, parents yep. and mm-hmm. and at the current place that we are at it's like the usual model is like servicing existing clients it's like every time you meet your client just to yeah. do a review a coffee and <laughs> you know clients they know you know you know when you call them it's like oh yeah it's gonna tell me what I have what I don't have and then try to sell me something you know? yeah. yeah so yeah. I, I don't like that kind of cycle like when my client hears from me you know mm. it's the usual thing like oh you know just a review and then you know maybe there's gonna like some new promotion or mm-hmm. some yep. like product launch I can relate my gosh <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I mean every time you know some maybe some people will be like yeah. oh no my agent's calling me you know? <laughs> <laughs> 
can't really say much. She's listening. That's why. So in QR, right? What they did is like I think they they focus a lot on touch points with clients, and it's not necessarily talk about you know review, but it's really like touching on their life events. I see. Like we deal with a lot of their. I would say personal events, mm-hmm, right? Uh, giving a special touch, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think over here we're looking out to grow with our clients for yeah. long term. Mm-hmm, yeah, we're not. Yeah. So there are little things that we do that mm-hmm. really value add to them. Awesome. Like on their special events, like on mm-hmm. birthdays, mm-hmm. we really make it memorable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, sounds very warm uh, compared yeah. to like the other stereotypical agent kind of thing. Like it's a very warm feeling coming from serious. And I, I, I just want to tell you Pamela that I appreciate your honesty mm-hmm. you know coming on board and really uh, sharing with us what goes behind the scenes yes. and what it was like before and yep. the climate of uh, being an FSC in this day and age and I think it's really important yep. and our listeners appreciate honesty yes and you know if if you resonate with what Pamela has just mentioned yep. early on and you'd like to uh, join QO and yes. also um, be part of their growing pool of professions, uh, professionals. By all means, all you've got to do is just a click away. It's mm-hmm. uh, at www.planb.sg/jobs, and you fill in the e form, and a rep from QO will be with you ASAP. Pamela, thank you so much for that conversation. We will be back with more news to come only on Planb.sg. Still on COVID. Mm. So those are the new regulations anymore? Oh, yeah. So um, this is not exactly about the, what's it called, the, the regulation because uh-huh. we covered that. But this is mm-hmm. about um, a couple of people mm. who are 83 in, in to be exact. Police mm. investigating 83 people for allegedly flouting COVID-19 safe distancing rules to sing, mm-hmm. drink and socialize. But they're just oh, having wow. fun, right? I know of illegal places oh. hey, that actually that, do this. That came out as well, right? Ah, they came out. They came out on the news as well. Um, yeah. So, what about? So many different places were, were in a sense, uh, found to be operating yes. like uh, illegal entertainment, la, basically. Yeah, yeah. I think this Manila, is one of them. bro. Yeah, so okay, it says this. Police said in a news release on Monday uh-huh. that 46 men and 37 women uh-huh. aged 20 to, f- 20 to 58 uh-huh. were allegedly served liquor and provided with public entertainment at office or shop house units without a valid license. <laughs> One of the suspected <laughs> operators of the unit was yeah. a 22-year-old man. Preliminary investigation. Wow, oh, young right. entrepreneur of the year. God damn it. Uh-huh. <laughs> the police said that he is being investigated for offences under the Employment of Foreign Manpower Act, uh-huh. apart huh? from offences under the Public Entertainment Act Ooh. and Liquor Control Supply and Consumption Act. So it means, yala, four <laughs> Vietnamese women yeah. were arrested oh. at the unit he allegedly operated on suspicion of being employed without a valid, seems like it. Oh. Yep. Um, they were rounded up during a raid at an office unit along Ubi. Avenue 3 mm. on March 18th. Mm. There, the police found 18 men and 17 women drinking uh. and socializing. Oh, this wow. boy, la, he need to learn how to put in uh, minders around mm. his place of operation. He, he did <laughs> not think through of the security. Yeah. yeah, and apparently this is not the only time because um, yeah. eight, eight men and seven women aged uh-huh. between 21 and 38 were allegedly drinking, smoking and singing oh. in an office unit among along Pamimpin Drive. What mm-hmm. songs? In the Bishan. <laughs> I don't know. Count on me, India. 
Uh, <laughs> oh hey, by the way, that was another story. Yeah, 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 that guy just did, did an amazing U-turn, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bloody yeah. hell! That guy is hats off to him, lah. If Lee Kuan Yew was skin. alive, I would slap that guy. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a uh, house of cards. <laughs> Uh, on March 1st, 12 men and 7 women aged between 21 and 39 yeah. uh-huh. um, allegedly drinking and singing in a shophouse unit along East Coast Road. Mm, wow. And then in another case, 5 men and 6 women aged 20 to 38 oh, so gathered many, yeah. in an office unit along Jalan Bukit Merah to drink, uh-huh. smoke and sing on March the 13th. Oh my. Yeah, what, what, what is the primary similarity of all these I mean, acts? People are bored as fuck and want to be entertained. Like Wrong. Yes. Wrong. It's singing. Singing? If, yeah. if they just shut the fuck up, uh-huh. they wouldn't have been discovered. Mm. Are you sure? <laughs> are you like sure? Could, could be complained. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, sure. Lah. Maybe some people complain. But yeah, like, yeah. you know, if you walk around nowadays and then mm-hmm. you see like, you know, Shoes. 12 pairs of shoes mm. outside of oh. a unit. Hey, hey, you can report. Hey. Apparently, people report for that. Hey. Uh, really? Report, uh, can, uh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people like, oh, what the hell, man? This, this neighbor got this function going on. Then there's more than eight shoes. Mm. Apparently, people make those reports. Yeah, but it's not surprising, right? Because yeah. you know what the regulations are. And like, yeah. if you're stupid enough to not hide your tracks in that sense, mm-hmm. I mean, you're just asking for it, right? Yeah. So, we see one thing. There's a demand, mm-hmm. right? For yeah. these entertainment spaces. Yeah, yeah. People mm-hmm. are fucking bored and yeah. they want yeah, to, to entertain themselves. Yes. Yeah. So, why not include this as part of the new regulations and just make no, it more stringent? Lah. I mean, yeah. like so like what? Like you, before you go into a KTV, you need to take the test all, is it? Yeah, yeah why yeah, not? Yeah. What? <laughs> Why not? At least, okay, you see, I think a few weeks ago, we covered the um, a topic about how yeah. one of the most popular KTV places might be oh, yeah, closing yeah. down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think so. so yeah. But they have a new business model, by the way. They're doing restaurants now, right? No, they are renting out the empty rooms uh-huh. at as low as $4 an hour oh. uh-huh. for you to do anything. Like, you want to study there or do conference there or do auction. People are going to wow. do a lot more than studying there, man. I know, mm-hmm. but you can't lock the doors. Oh, <laughs> but that's not going to deter some people. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. <laughs> but the thing is, I mean, the point is just that, right? That people yeah. are fucking bored. Yeah, and yes. like, as oh with my any other kind of human activity, yeah, mm. if people want to do shit, they're gonna find a way to do shit. Yeah, either you you regulate it in a way that you know that makes yes. it safe for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know how bored or I it was goes underground. Let oh. me tell you how bored I was. Like yesterday, I called my friend. It was in the afternoon. Uh huh. Uh, in fact, today also, uh-huh. I just literally asked him, what can we do today? Wow. <laughs> USS was closed on a Thursday. Okay. Right? Right. That's the time of the recording. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And then after that, there's this art science museum that's doing this uh, plastics uh, exhibition. Okay. Wow. Boring as fuck. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Okay. <laughs> then there's this Madame Tussaud. Not my shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We spent a whole day um, exploring Sentosa la- uh, last few weeks. Right. Mm-hmm. Done every single thing. Oh, in God. one day. With the iFly and the zip line wow. and the high elements. We did the Segway riding. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. We covered Sentosa in a fucking day. Mm. So, what next? Learn a language. We- <laughs> no, <Yeah>. fuck, no. <laughs> hey, that's a cool <laughs> idea. <laughs> I was even contemplating painting mm. sessions, you know. Whoa. Oh, and then yes, there's yes, yes. jet skis mm-hmm. there's also jet skis right, uh, right, right. for rental but I don't mm-hmm. know how much that costs mm-hmm. I was even toying with the idea of going to Decathlon to mm-hmm. buy a stand-up pedal boat okay <laughs> <laughs> 
And what would because you do in that mood? I will, I will go to Ubin because the we even went to Ubin. I have never explored Singapore so much in my life. Oh my yeah. God. As a 36-year-old man as compared to like 35 years ago, mm-hmm. I've never... Dude, how are you so <laughs> bored when you have like three full-time stuff going on? Yeah, yeah. But, but I have... Um, I need... I need days of procrastination to... To get these creative juices right, going. Right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Sometimes a break is stimulus. No? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, it, so will, true. it will add to your thought process. It's true. It's true. Yeah. We went to Ubin. Mm-hmm. You know, the last time I went to Ubin was as a 24-year-old man. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. Same route. Mm-hmm. More back aches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And then God. they were doing this kayaking. Say, Where are they getting all these things? Decathlon, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. But... I am, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm bored as heck. Yeah, yeah. Mm. As a middle-aged man, mm-hmm. I want to do something fun. So, I'm not saying that I will go to a KTV of with course, a Vietnamese girl. <laughs> <laughs> but a, a karaoke session with my friends would actually be kind of great yeah, right yeah. now. Okay, you but, know? but you see, uh, to be fair, I think there, is, there has been acknowledgement of the fact that everybody's going to be affected with not having anything to do. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. So in that vein, I mean, we have the, the vouchers, we have the, the... I've used them all. Yeah, oh, so, yeah, yeah. so your problem <laughs> is that you have been very active to the extent that yeah. you got you got no, no more, uh, what do you call this? Options, mm. la, nothing else for you to do. I no. went to the zoo on mm-hmm. a PMD. Mm-hmm. Have you done that? <laughs> you, need to, you need to ration out your entertainment. Yeah. Actually, I think that, that, that that's the thing. Lah. For now, you do need to... to, to... For an electric wheelchair, we went to the enclosures. It is a different experience altogether, what bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they actually do the rentals for the Why? electric wheelchair. Wow. It's $20. Uh, also, you don't have to walk. What? It's yeah. fun. You don't yeah. sweat. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Okay. I agree. Have you I done it do before? Um, you should. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck? Why I, not, right? I, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, it's fun. I guess it's. I guess is it fun though to like look at animals? I don't know. No, is I mean, no, Yeah, I mean, okay, you look at animals, Wait, but, but you but, are but, on an electric wheelchair, bro. No, but that thing you ran from the zoo itself. From the what? zoo. Oh, wow. oh, they have it. They there. have it there, bro. Uh, you just gave him an idea, man. He's gonna bring the whole family there now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, actually, I want to bring my whole. Fa- okay, my. But your kid can go on 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 board, ah. Huh? Um, okay, my Wait, then the kid must walk. My th- um, go with your wife. Three of my kids are having yeah, their birthday this weekend. Okay, so we were gonna go to the sea aquarium. Sea aquarium, oh, okay. uh, no electric wheelchair. Okay, and you know you okay, you know honestly speaking, right? Yeah, I'm one of the like a bit maybe dinosaur Singaporeans like yes. you've been right, mentioning. Right, right, right. Yep. So when the government sent the GST voucher uh-huh. envelope, mm. those two envelopes have been in a bag on my under my desk for mm. so long. Yeah. Because I've always been telling myself, okay, when the time comes, take yeah. it out yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. and then do the booking. So okay. yesterday when I finally took it out, yeah. all it just tells you is go to this website, book what yeah, you want. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah, that's how you... No, as in, it's understandable for people who are a bit more tech savvy maybe. Oh. Yeah. But like, I know my dad had a trouble had trouble with it because he expect You know, you expect you open the envelope and it's I like see. legit Voucher. vouchers. Yeah. yeah, a lot I of see. people were expecting that, but it's not. But on top of that, or, or even okay, I'm not that old, right? I know how to use the internet and shit. Uh-huh. But yeah, I also uh-huh. I also find it a bit cumbersome. Yeah, like oh, you have to go to this website first, then True. you get don't know what code, and then go yes. to Singpass, 
Hey, have one centralized booking. Anyway. Yeah, yeah lah. I mean, if you're going to give you something for free, mm-hmm. they're going to make you work hard for it's you. It's not no. for free. What? They are doing this because they want to stimulate the, the economy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, not only that, bro. Who I is think they? The government. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. I, I think there's merit behind yeah. having a one-stop shop for you to go and book all of these things. Okay, right. Because when the borders open, when mm. you got tourists coming back in again, it's yeah. going to be helpful for them also. They can use the same damn portal I see. to go and book all the attractive yeah. uh, the attractions and, and rides and mm. zoo and whatever, right? Yeah. You know where we're going this weekend? Where? where? Science Center. Four. Oh, God. That's... I didn't even know they still had exhibitions. The same exhibitions as the ones that you've seen it when you were young. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah, because I saw the video like, mm. these are the same ones that I saw when oh I was God. young. Why, uh, why Why? is it so... I think the budget thing, uh, bro. That's sad, eh? <laughs> I only remember Snow World. Snow City. Snow, Snow World? City. Shit, no, Snow World. Snow City. Snow City. Snow City. I've never gone well, there before. I remember I was super young when I went there. Is it mm-hmm. small? Is the place small? Yeah, it's quite small. If I remember correctly, my parents... It's a giant there. freezer. Basically, I ended like there was like oh. fake snow and stuff, and it was like the first time ever. In fact, I've never even seen real snow in my life. So, like, hey, me too, man. I'm a bit down about that. Right? Wait, you've never seen real snow in your life? Yeah, like yeah, I'm even because you're so well traveled. Even yeah. no, even when I went to Russia, and and usually it's uh, oh no, sub, sub, it's like minus five, right, right, yeah. often. When I went there, suddenly it's one degree, two degrees. <laughs> I swear, man. So there's no pockets of snow around you? I just saw some uh, like dirty ice. Ah, but that's about it. Yeah, no, but ice can snow. be fucking gross uh, from what I've heard. Like yeah. in some cities, it's fucking gross because like people pee on the snow. On the snow. Oh, and yo. then it doesn't, it doesn't go away. So it just stings of pee. Sometimes oh below the snow, there's dog shit. Ah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard ah, like, in, in New York and stuff, Beware. for example, like it's gross. Oh, Beware. serious? Eh? Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. But you One know day, the, the experience of getting to go and do the ball shit and throwing We it should all yeah. go once this shit is over. Uh-huh. That's as a plan B kind of like Ooh. podcast. Uh-huh. And we record our podcast uh-huh. in Hokkaido. Let's do that. Wow. I really miss that place. The best snow is there. Damn. God shit. knows when that's going to happen though. Yeah. Three years time. And also wow. I would like to try the crabs. Lah. That's a, it's supposed to be good, right? I'll the bring bar- you there. The Hokkaido crabs. I speak right? Japanese. Ooh. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so the well, crabs will be nice. Yeah, Alaskan crabs, yummy. Uh-huh. So thank you for tuning in. I uh, hope you're having uh, a fantastic pandemic. And right if you're now. fucking bored, uh, mm. don't don't go to all of these uh, illegal KTVs. Oh, wait, wait, yes, I have yes. an idea. If you're bored, do something. Uh. Go to Night Safari. Uh-huh. Oh, I thought you were gonna plug the. <laughs> no, no. Mm. no, go to Night Safari and uh, um, do that night walk. Rarely people do it. Do I it. See. Go mm. around. It's okay. scary as fuck. Oh, oh serious? Eh? It's scary. It's like literally a night walk. People, because um, the visitors don't do the walks. Mm. Right. They just go up the tram. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they watch the show and they're done for the day. Right. Yeah. Do the walk. It, okay. It's crazy, man. Oh. Love it. Oh. Okay. So, um, before you go do the walk, mm-hmm. apply to be an FSC. <laughs> 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 I thought you were going to say before you, before you go, make sure you got insurance first. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, you, you can apply mm-hmm. uh, to join QO, mm. uh, Children Organization yes. Growing Pool of Professionals, www.planb.sg slash jobs. We'll see you on the next podcast. Bye-bye.